I had to get back to the basics. Like I literally by myself had to like get back. Like C might've done 1825, but I was in the room. Yup, Carl might've done editing, but I was in the room. You know what I'm saying? And over the last few years, I've kind of gotten away from some of the basics and I got myself back in the basics. And when you get yourself back in, you start smelling stuff. You know, you start seeing stuff, you start tasting stuff, you start touching stuff, you start feeling stuff. Again, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys. And here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What it do? What's going on, y'all? We also have Dr. Douglas Thomas in the building as well. E-double, what it do? Oh, man. Beginning to look a lot like Christmas out here, bro. I'm supposed to be oh, in West Palm again. this week, but my, my wife felt it was important to come back and support the church. Ah, uh, well, it, it is, uh, hey, at least you, you're sticking true to your roots. And then, uh, man, we have a, is he a guest? I don't know. You, you yeah, not me. at this point. Not at this point. I mean, we don't have many people on. You know, him, Josh, who else do we have on? We get our wives on there now and then. Yeah. But uh, we had the, re the return of the Mac. Uh, we got we got Mr. Left Side of the Menu, Jamal King, on the podcast. What's going down, brother? Hey, man, not much, man. Just, just man, super excited, super glad to be here, bro. It was like almost a year ago um, to today that I did the first wow. podcast with you. So, man, definitely wow. blessed, bro. In the Crazy. same spot. We at the In church the again. Spot. Exactly. Uh, Wait, that was a year ago? Yeah. yeah. That was a year ago. Wow. I'm not going to lie. Usually I say it seemed like it wasn't that long ago. I feel like it was longer ago. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Hey, we, uh, we, we just, well, we, we've done a lot this year. No, we have, man. Well, listen, man, we can't wait to catch up with you. Of course, your episode, um, you know, was, was highly sought after. I'll say that, man. And anytime we have a guest on, whether it be, you know, yourself, uh, shout out to Sean, you know, Dr. Downs, Josh. Anytime we have a guest on, man, we always try to make sure that, um, you know, they're family, so they fit in the regular rotation of the podcast, and, you know, we don't get too many uh, evil emails of people saying <laughs> we switched up too much. So, um, no, we appreciate you being on, and, man, I uh, I had a, appreciate you allowing my fam to crash with you guys. Y'all don't know, I was with Jamal and his squad for, what, three, four days? Um a couple of days ago, and uh, Carl came yep. down. Shout out to Carl, and we we got some work done, man. I don't, I, I don't, are we allowed to say what kind of work we got done, Carl? <laughs> oh no. yeah, we could talk. We can talk about it. So we are in the middle of, and maybe no, I should say, 
to, at, at the end of uh, finishing the course, uh, Jamal's real estate course, and you know we are super excited about that. But we um, we put the rest of it together while the three of us were in Chicago working, and it is uh, beautiful. And it, it is seriously, I uh, I don't want to say too much before it actually comes out, but it is uh, a gorgeous document. It's a gorgeous uh, course. And I think uh, you guys are gonna get a lot out of it. I know there have, has been so much demand for it. But anyway, uh, Carl, I'll let you and Jamal kind of talk about the process of it really quick if you wanna kind of talk about you know how this came about and you know where we're at with it. Got it. So yeah, this is a whole different. Yeah, we don't don't go all the way there because we'll bring Jamal back on. We'll, no, no, no. We'll, we'll have a whole thing when we release uh, it, but just kind of brief synopsis. Yeah. So so it is. We're designing this thing, man, at the root for people like ourselves. You know what I mean? People that you know that you're supposed to do more. You know you're supposed to have more. You know you're supposed to be more. And you don't necessarily know how. And of course, we have Jamal as the model that has gone through this process, the, the mm-hmm. nine to five, and the nine to five millionaire. Uh, that's what we, we coined him. But, you know, somebody that has worked a blue collar job for 20 plus years. How many years now, Ma? Man, 19. 20, he's on, 19, 19 plus. Yeah, so 19 plus years. But, you know, still was able to, you know, do some stuff on the side to create some passive income and, I mean, just to be real, man, that's what we want for our people. We want to be able to expose them to this opportunity. Um, so, and again, I'm a product of it, guys. Right, um, right. I happened to start about, about what, do, what do we say, May last year. So that's seven, eight months now. Um, get myself, get my feet wet a little bit in the game. And again, just testing. It's like, yeah, def- this is something that we have to open up to our people, man, just to give them that exposure. Um, and yeah, so that's long that's story the, the short. He and I borrow money from Carl now. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Long story short. That's the transition right there. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, for sure. Maul, how's it been? Um, I want to know from Maul. Of course, you guys know Maul's been rolling with us. He's been, um, you know, at doing the conferences, and I'm, I've, I've forced him into speaking and, and <laughs> teaching. And how's it been kind of making that transition? We know you still got a few months left on the yeah. CPD, right? You're not yes, quite sir, retired yes, yet, <laughs> but uh, we're, we're almost to the finish line with, you know, the Chicago Police Department. Um, but, you know, I, I did want you to be um, in this lane. Like I told you, I said, hey, I, you, you got an incredible story. Obviously, the nine to five millionaire um, is something that is, is taking on a life of its own. But how's it been making that transition from, you know, kind of doing your own thing as an entrepreneur that was under the radar, and, you know, at least, to, you know, to the world, right? In Chicago, it was pretty well known and well documented. But to the world, it was kind of under the radar. And now you go from, you know, coming to watch E speak and bringing your family out to now, and we'll talk about it a little later, sharing the stage with them. Yeah, bro, it's been mind-blowing. Um, I remember telling my wife that every day I wake up, it's almost like I'm living in a dream life. You know, here it is. You're talking about somebody like E.T., yourself. I went to every single conference, you know, watching you guys. Setting VIP, you know, I was always in the front row seat. And I sat there and I watched you guys, listen to you guys on the radio, on TV. And then now to be sitting here next to you guys, I mean, it's just a testament to what God can do. So every day I wake up, man, I'm still excited about it. You know, it's, it's not, I never get used to it. So, but 
you know, on the thing about real estate, I remember you told me at one point when you heard my story, you was just like, hey, Jay, you got to let the people know, man. You got to let, you got to share this information. There's people out here that need this information. Now, I remember at first, see, I ain't gonna lie, man. I was feeling uncomfortable. I was kind of like, ah, you know, I really don't want to put my story out there like that. You know, I'm kind of low key in Chicago. We really don't talk about things. But you was like, bro, it's people out here. There's another police officer out here that need this information. There's a man out here that want to be able to take care of his family the same way that you took care of your family. It's somebody out here that's, that's working a nine to five job and they just making ends meet and they want to do for their kids the same way you're doing for your kids. And I remember, man, when you told me that, bro, it was like it, it something struck a chord in me. And I remember my main motto was always about generational wealth, generational wealth for my children. Right. And I remember I just thought that that was just something that we live by. That was something that I always said I wanted to get 500 properties and, 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 and set up the next generation and my great grandchildren. And then bro, after talking to you, after talking to Ian, and seeing what you guys were doing, I was just like, man, generational wealth for me now is not just setting up my children or my grandchildren. Generational wealth is affecting and teaching other people how to do this for this generation. So that's what we on right now. So hooking up with you guys has totally changed my mindset as opposed to just doing it for my family to now teaching this information, bro. So everybody can have this information because it's, I mean, it, it, it's for everybody. It's not just for me, you know? So the same way, my prayers that the same way how real estate has blessed my family, that it blessed Carl's family, it blessed everybody else's family that's out here because it's, it's for everybody. This is the one thing. I mean, you got people, you know, ET is, is, is the number one motivational speaker in the world. And now that I spoke on the stage, bro, you gotta have, that's a gift. That's a gift from God. You know, CJ, you the, the top branding person I've ever came across. That's a gift from God. Real estate, everybody can do that, bro. That's something that everybody can do. Don't get me wrong. It take practice, it take work, but at the same time, everybody can do it. And why do I say everybody can do it? Because everybody's already doing it. Everybody, everybody that's listening, live in an apartment, they live in a house, they own, they rent, everybody's already in real estate. So this is the one thing that everybody can do, bro. So we don't take this lightly. So this course that we put together was made for everybody. It covers every basis of real estate for everyone, bro. So we just want to see it bless everybody just like it did with us, man. Yeah, I thought Carl had a gift from God. You know what I'm saying? Ma just, just. <laughs> hey, Carl, you got, hey, hey, Carl, Carl, you got a gift too, bro. You got it. Carl got several gifts. Ma just hey, put the G back in the else, bottle. I'll take my good luck, see. I'll take that. No, no, I'm not mad. <laughs> um, e, catch us up, man. We, uh, what, what's going on your way, man? You back in Michigan? You in the frozen tundra? Um, man, catch, catch us up. You got the Super Bowl hangover off you, and actually, E is on. Uh, he texted me the other day and said, "Yeah, I'm on sabbatical." And I, I'm gonna be real. I was like, "I'm not, I'm not the smartest man in the world." I was like, "What's sabbatical and how long you own it?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought I, I had an idea, <laughs> but uh, he is actually taking a sabbatical week. And I thought a sabbatical was when you like, I don't know why I thought it was like some religious where you like went to your. Like I thought you went to like the holy water or something. I, I you know what I'm sure. saying? <laughs> I you know probably saying? should have. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm saying I probably should yeah. have. But but uh, but it sounds like you just was like, yeah, I'm not working this week. So I'm like, shoot, I need one of those too at some point, maybe in uh, Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? After no Jamaica. Yeah, um, no but anyway, e, you took a, a a sabbatical week, so you're doing something now where you're working six weeks straight, and then the seventh week you take off. So I said. 
are we doing the podcast? He was like, yeah, yeah, we're doing the podcast. I was like, you getting on the call? He's like, yeah, I'm on the call. I'm like, okay, what does <laughs> the sabbatical consist of? So talk really? to us about this sabbatical. This is the, the most work I've seen on a sabbatical uh, in yeah, some time. You feel me? And you know what's so funny, though, bro? What I realize is you, you, you got to work to rest, bro. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like, it's going to probably take a couple years for this thing to really kick in, but it takes yeah. work to take off. You know, one, you got to mm-hmm. prep everybody. So between, you know, Lashana, you know, and what we do in terms of ETA, Tamisha, in terms of what I do in the church, like, yo, we had to spend a week or two just talking about, all right, if you ain't going to be here for a week, you know, like physically working, like what, like what does that look like, you know? When people call, you know what I'm saying? Like, do, do, do we have a, like, we got a Google number you're supposed to call, leave a message. So I, I you know, number one, I, I just want to say for those who are entertaining, you know, doing some type of rest, it, it's work, bro. Like, it takes a lot to break your routine. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. Um, but I think the other thing that's important, too, is, you know, bruh, like, man, I never, you know what I'm saying? I never thought about this before, but, you know, as my wife and I talk, it, it was a situation where it's like, you're going to have to just stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to stop. You 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 can't just, how do I say this, y'all? Like, because I want to make it, make it clear. Habits are hard to break, man. Habits die hard. You know what I'm saying? And so my wife was like, yo, you've been speaking since you was 19 years old and you always talking about you know, like you're going to stop working and I just don't see it. Like, when are you going to stop? Like, it's actually, mm. it seems not that you number one in the world, not that the company, you know, is where y'all are. Now y'all doing real estate, y'all doing solar, y'all doing these companies, y'all doing that. See, like, yo, it look like it, it look like you about to go harder. It don't look like you about to stop no time soon. And so <laughs> this was kind of like the first step of like, yo, you got to make it stop. Like, you are not going to stop on your own. Like, there's not going to be a point in life where you just wake up one day and say, hey, let's just stop. Like, it's not going to happen. So really, see, this, this is trying to fix an addiction. This is trying to address, you know, a bad habit that I have called work. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's been phenomenal, though. I think what I have rested from and just studying my personality, you know, studying uh, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. One, I have gotten a lot of emotional rest. Like I have legitimately been able to stop my brain from all that thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just all the ideas, um, making this phone call about the business, this phone call. It's like, yo, I've been able to just stop. I literally, people are going to laugh, but I never take like baths. Like I take showers. Bro, I've been in the bathtub. I've been with the Epsom salt. Like I got in the bed yesterday at about six, seven, you know, and just chill. Like no, um, just no thinking, like no, no, no thinking about business, no thinking about ideas. Just kind of like in chill mode, you know, listening to my music, you know, relaxing. Um, The work has been, you know, like some work I'm still doing, you know, like I'm a flamingo, bro. So I don't mind talking, but. Um, just the, you know, the day to day grind I haven't been doing. So like I said, man, it's been tough, but I just said everybody out there and I'm not telling you to do it today, but you do need to understand that if you are a workaholic, it's an addiction, bro. Like you got to get help. Like it's just not going to stop. Like you're not going to wake up one day and just be like, you know what? I need to spend more time with my family. You know what? I'm going to stop working 
And, you know, I'm going to get some emotional time in. It's not going to happen. So this C uh, was just, you know, me saying, you know what? And actually, Tiffany was the one that told me about it because it's somebody else that did it six weeks on, you know, the seventh week off. Um, so I'm going to continue to do it. And hopefully one day it'll be two weeks off. And then, you know, maybe who knows? It's the beginning of the end, see. This is, this is what it is. Each trying to oh, prepare. No, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's like, what it is. 2020, you know what I'm saying? 2020, maybe work. two weeks. 2020, 2021, three weeks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who knows? One day uh, I might truly uh, retire. So, but yeah, it's been good. But I got a lot of work to do, see, in terms of shutting it all down. Yeah, no question, man. I, um, yeah, I'm with you. Just let us know when you start going the other way. Like I said, if, if you're doing <laughs> one, one week of work and six weeks of battle, no questions asked. Right, yeah. you know You'll saying? be the first to know. I'm make sure I get this uh, Jamal Court under my belt so I can pivot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good out here. Um, real quick, I want to do a fair file. And this involves, because since Jamal's on here, it involves both of our wives. Uh, and I think they, they was filed, but I just wanted to bring it to y'all fellas and see if right, y'all thought they was filed. You know what I'm saying? To clarify. Yeah, well, well, hey, I mean, this is what the podcast for. <laughs> Shout out to Camille. My wife don't listen to the podcast, but Camille does. Camille, y'all know y'all filed, but we'll bring it to the podcast see if this is verified. <laughs> okay, so Jamal and I had, had decided that we were going to go keto for Jamaica, right? <laughs> so we getting our keto uh, Jamaica bodies ready. Some are further along than others. Don't, don't judge. I'm, I'm, I know Maul may look like he was serious, and I wasn't, but I was serious too, okay? It just didn't bear the same ready, fruit, bro, if ready, you will. You know what I'm saying? You feel me, Carl? It just didn't necessarily bear the same fruit, but I was still trying. So anyway, we, um, I told you, you know, we had the fam in Chicago, so Maul has a chef, and Maul, because he's a great friend, he called the chef and said, look, me and my homie, we on keto, and she, this, she makes this jerk pasta that I promise you, mm. e, you will lose your mind, bro. It is the best jerk chicken pasta I have ever had in my life. Maybe mm. the best pasta I've ever had in my life. But, you know, you're doing keto. Of course, you can't eat the pasta. So Jamal hit her up and was like, yo, can you use zucchini noodles for the jerk pasta. She was like, well, I don't know if that's gonna work, but he was like, no, nah, throw the broccoli in there, the zucchini, like still come with the vegetables and the chicken, but just switch up the noodles. So she was like, all right, I'll see what I can do. So Marl and I, you know, we, so the ladies had like a little, I don't know, a little fiesta margarita <laughs> night. So right. we watched the kids. So we watched the kids and we kind of go to bed a little early, you know, Maul got his kids, I got my kids, and we go to bed. We wake up and we like, yo, you know what we forgot about? The chef, because we went to sleep early, she brought over the pasta, right? And she made it with the zucchini noodles, so it was keto. So why did we come up in the morning thinking, we just skip straight past bacon and eggs and go straight to the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, However, our wives had discovered the, the keto pasta in there mm. the night before during the party. And I say hit what, Ma? About 85% of that bad boy? Mm. Bro, I'm talking about. 99% was gone, bro. There's a little corner left. <laughs> and here go the bad part. They're not even doing keto. So I'm saying, mm. is it fair or foul? When somebody on a diet living their worst life, for you to steal the one joy 
that they have. Like, I just think that in general, Joy, not just our pain, yeah. sunshine, and rain. Mm. <laughs> Yo, I just think that that's a major violation that if you are on a diet of some sort, nobody who's not on that same diet should ever even be a lot, because there's so much I can't have. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I couldn't hit all them tacos. That margarita, all, You know what I'm saying? The nachos <laughs> they had. That margarita, though. <laughs> right. I'm like, bro. That margarita, yeah, you, though. So you can't be they mad. They had to chase that margarita. Right. Camille is on that keto remix, bro. She is on yeah, the keto but remix. I, once, once I seen Camille at home, uh, home running pizza, she lost ah. her keto privilege. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Once I seen Camille hit that. Yeah, home run no. and pizza though yeah. is a staple. I don't care if you're on keto or not. You got to have that. It's like water, right? Yeah. Hey, let me right. tell you how bad. Let me tell you how bad it is when you're just doing a diet or something. You ever this how this how I know I'm fat. You ever look at somebody else uh, eating when they just eating regular and they ain't doing it right and you get mad at them? You're like, oh, wow, you ain't even gonna hit it with the sauce? You know what I'm saying? Like you you get mad at the way they eating. That's how mad I am. Somebody ordered a side salad instead of fries. I was like, what's wrong with you? Like, you ain't even on this. Don't hit the fries. <laughs> Matter of fact, if you could be, if you see somebody hit the fries at a place you know the onion rings is fire, you, you oh, might yeah. not You're even like, know the person. Onion you just ring. look at them like, wow, you just made a terrible decision, my man. <laughs> you know what I'm, <laughs> I'm like, wow. A diet will have you regulating somebody else's plate. It's insane, dog. Yep, so anyway, uh, yeah, Jamaica, here we come. Uh, give me an update on y'all Jamaica bodies. Carl E., I need to know how y'all looking up there. I just want to make sure I'm not the only fluffy keto man in Jamaica. <laughs> hey, I've been blessed with the DNA from heaven, so I ain't necessarily had to do as much. But I do mm. notice that when you hit the 39, the love handles just start, they just automatically start to kind of form like they're just a regular part of your body. So hmm. I'm just doing, you know, the extra stretching, the like extra ears. crunches. You know what I'm saying? The extra stretching. Like just, ears. Just a little, just a little something <laughs> extra to, just to, to try to... Carl said it like not, they was just toes. Oh, I'm talking about just, they, they just happen to grow on, like an extra appendage that you need. So mm -hmm. I'm just trying to like not get rid of them necessarily because that ain't going to happen. But I'm trying to not like let them like hang too far off the, the trunk, if you know what I'm saying. Like I just want them oh, to just no be doubt. sitting right there. Yeah, so we, yeah, we no working doubt. on them. Yeah, E. Hey, see, you better watch out, bro, because, cause, man, me and E was doing some push-ups this morning, bro. Oh, they in here like 5 o'clock in the morning, push-ups and leg-ups and all kind of stuff. Uh, I'm telling you. Yeah. E, E, E One, one thing I know about the hip-hop preacher, though, he going to hold me down with that sandwich so we good. He oh, no question. That. <laughs> I know that. I'm going to be real with you, see? <laughs> I, I'm not going to, I ain't going to eat no bread. But if I see you eating it, bro, I ain't going to let you go out like that by yourself, bro. You feel me? Like, I ain't going to do that. I ain't that kind of dude. I'm going to sacrifice whatever I'm doing. Keto, keto, yeah, keto. I'm going to sacrifice yeah. all of that. Uh, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Well, you know, we got to stick together out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no question. Well, hey, if, if I do want to say this, though. We fall I down. Oh, oh, well, we always get up now. <laughs> I want to say this, though, because I want to encourage somebody. Does it, is it fair or foul? It's just life. So, you know, I've been going in, bro, like for real. I'm like, yo, let's get serious, E, make it happen. So we had a marriage event the other day here. And I keep forgetting I'm 48, almost 50, bro. I don't know how I do it. But mm. I just keep forgetting that I'm old, bro. And so uh, TJ was saying something about his wife and how he just wanted, you know what I'm saying? He was just like, yo, I don't want to be told what to do. I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it sometimes. 
You know what I'm mm. saying? And so we Sincerely, got pumped every up, husband up in the world. It. Before you know it, we we acting like we playing football and sexing again, and we running, busting each other's chest, jumping up in the air. I come down, bro, and barely, just barely <laughs> tweak the toe, the big toe. But when you're trying to sprint, do sprint, see, the you can't do it with the, and I'm just like, Ma called it wow. the, what you call it, Ma, the turf toe? Turf toe. I'm just toe. like, man, I'm like, <laughs> bro, I've been killing the game. All I wow. did was the uh, chest bump with my yeah. man, the run jump, and now my, I'm just like, bro, once I get in the groove, I done messed myself up over something wow. stupid. So, man, I just want to tell y'all, everybody out there, you grinding, you making no it turf. happen. You, know you end up saying? catching the cold, getting the flu, like, don't trip. Life happens, bro. Get, you know, go ahead. Take you a couple days off, but whatever you do, like, don't do the thing where you have to take two, three days off because you got the flu or you like whatever happened. And then you just like, once you get better, you just out of the zone again. Like, don't do that to yourself. When you get back, get back, y'all. So <laughs> I've been like Ma said, I can't necessarily run the way I want to run because of the turf toe. But I've been trying to do like a little bit more ad work, more push ups, you know, just to hit boy. But. Man, I never knew like a barely tweaked toe could just throw your whole game off and make yeah, you want to yeah. eat sandwiches the one, again. The one good thing about the turf toe, though, is that how you feeling like you're an athlete. You know what I'm saying? At least you could say, yeah. you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, I got turf toe. Like you out you there rushing for 400 yards. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You're like, you'd have caught hey, turf see, toe on like the tire. I school way. I said, man, just put some tissue in your shoe, bro. Stuff your, your shoe with some yeah, tissue. Yeah, I'm going to get some tissue. I'm going to get... Uh-oh. Yeah, we'll get some tissue. Yeah, some. So, what, so is there a, sp- a special brand? I should char- Can I get what is that called? Uh, Charmin. Charmin. That, would that yeah. work? Charmin Ultra. Oh, yeah. right, I'm about to go get that oh, yeah. when we get up. You 48. You might. You might need triple ply. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you might want to get something real soft and subtle. Um, what was I gonna say? Y'all know Ma been with pops. So Ma, Ma had now Ma had MLK. Cracked chicken oh, last night. Here Give we us go. an update. Oh, Give us an update. Here we go. Oh, yeah, we ain't nothing wrong with that. That's the original. Yeah, okay, it's still no, no, good. No, no, See, no, we're not saying it's no, not no, good. No, no. Uh, okay. We're not saying okay. it's not okay. good. Hey, it's still good. Stop swaying the jury. I said Jamal, and both of y'all start talking. Jamal, how was the cracked chicken? Bruh, it's too good, dog. I said that great. My pops went and got a whole big pan of cracked chicken and brought it back. And I said, oh, man, I said, Pops, you got too much. I was like, man, I think he probably got about 30 wings. I said, it's just the two of us. I was like, man, we can't eat all that. He had that look on his face. He didn't say nothing. He didn't say nothing. He just looked at me, shaking his head, like looking at me. Bro, we, I took one bite of the cracked oh. chicken. Mm. Oh. One bite of the cracked chicken, and I was hooked. I am a believer, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you ready to say When you come back and get it on Kalamazoo this time? <laughs> no, don't do it. No, no, you no, come no, back and we take it to Kalamazoo, we're going to get 40 pieces of chicken. Yeah, no, that ain't cracked chicken. That, that's like... Marijuana chicken. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, <laughs> it's slightly addictive, but it ain't crack. Bro, you know we what I'm ate like three quarters of the pan and then sat down and watched the game. And I was sitting over there like, man, I don't want to be greedy, but I really want some more of that chicken. <laughs> Give me some more of that keto. No, when I said, I kind of was like, you know, Pops was looking at me like, you all right? And I was just like, man, I, I, I really want some more of that chicken. And he was like, man, I thought it was just me. And so, man, he got up, bro, warmed us up, the rest of the chicken, man, and oh, my God. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, bro, well, welcome, that. welcome. You've, you've officially been welcomed into the family if you ate cracked oh, chicken with Pops. Sure. So that is a, that is a staple. Um, all right, should we do a podcast or not? Um, oh, let's go. Some, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, 
he texted me, man, and was just like, uh, the other day was like, yo, we halfway through February. Uh, and that I crazy? was like, wow. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I thought about it. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, we just did 100 Day Challenge. We just did, you know, New Year's resolution. We're talking about all that, man. And the year, I don't know about y'all, but it literally has flown. And here we are. By the time y'all get this podcast, I believe y'all get this on Valentine's Day, you are halfway through February. Like, because February got what? Like, February, like, 22 days. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) we'll be in March in no time. But we are halfway through February. So we're almost two months down. And so he was like, yo, I feel good because I've been executing at a high level, but I'm getting people calling me already talking about they fell off and, you know, they already, you know, starting to cheat on their goals and things of that nature. So I kind of wanted to just have a you know, a recap of, of how y'all feel about your first month and a half of execution, just in terms of the goals you have for your life, your family, um, the things you wanted to get accomplished. I, I've talked to you individually about those things, but just catch us up on those things. And then I want to help some people who have already only halfway through February already kind of start compromising some of those goals. So I'll start with E because E sent me the text, but E talk about your execution thus far and then let's work to help some of the people who have uh, already fell off the bandwagon here halfway yeah, through so, February. You, you know, so for me, see, I told y'all it started, you know, we always talk about how the 2000, you know, and 20 car actually comes out, you know, fall of 2019. So for me, my 2019 started when we went to Alabama for... Um, you know, for the Alabama, I guess what they would call, you know, preseason. Um, and I, and as I watched Nick Saban, and it's so crazy because, you know, I, I think a lot of times we think it's about an opportunity. And I, I'm just really realizing, bro, like, it, it's, not, it's not about an opportunity because you can give the same individual the exact same opportunity. And what each person does with it is like totally different. You know what I'm saying? It's it's the weirdest thing. And so I have I have had an opportunity to work with Alabama and teams of that caliber, you know, before. And I was so, I guess, young and just so geeked up about the opportunity that now that, you know, I do it regularly. It's kind of like a different. It's, I t- it's a different take on it. So for me, when I went this time, I, I made it more into a professional development. So there's a couple things that I realized. Number one, I realized that Nick Saban, when you like watch him, watch him. Like, so if you go to practice, if you go to some of the meetings, Nick Saban's not there. And I never really paid attention to that at first. But this time I was like, yo, my man is doing his thing. So for me, this is the first year. And it's different because we've just done so much stuff together, you know, traditionally that I really went in a cave, you know, like December, you know, um, you know, I talked about this before I went to Cali, but I really went in a cave and was like, yo, E, you need to write the vision. And I'm telling you, this assessment thing has been so powerful for me because it's kind of like when you're on a team, you have to be careful because while the collective is powerful, the collective is as powerful as the individual is. And by that, I just mean, like, I never really paid attention to the fact that the way we do things, 
and Maul said it like CJ with the brand, like the vision, like that's my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, and sometimes, you know, when you're doing something collectively, you kind of forget what your job is because you like loving, at least for us, loving like the working together boy, because that's kind of how we started. But this was a year where December, you know, like November, December, I was like, yo, E, you got to really go and write the vision. Like CJ does a phenomenal job of, you know, like um, branding that vision. But like, yo, E, you got to go do the vision. And I just remember there's a time where maybe like C and I was doing the vision together and it was like, yo, E, like that is expired, bro. Like that vision y'all had when y'all was in that office at, you know, Michigan State University, like. I don't know if y'all like podcast listeners can understand what I'm saying, but we exhausted that vision, which is the like when you really think about it, it was a lot of stuff we wanted to accomplish. We are like number one in the world. So all of that stuff is like it's over. So I literally went in a cave and was like, all right, E, let's come up with the vision. Right. So between the vision and between going to get certified and really saying you got to come up with not only another vision, but you've got to take your personal game self-assessment to another level. So that was the first thing that I did, like the very first thing, like going to a corner. And a lot of you guys that are listening, the reason why you are like kind of finished is because you had some goals for the year, but not a vision. That's different. Like you had goals like, OK, I want to make this much money. I want to do this. I want to do that. But like you didn't have a complete vision that could take five years to do, 10 years to do. All right. So that's number one. Number two, when I look at Nick Saban, I was like, yo, I never paid attention to it before. But I work with a lot of programs. And what most programs do, they focus on preseason. They focus on the first game of the season, the second game of the season, the third game. Like, yo, listen to me. I'm telling y'all. I Like, OK, like Carl said, when you go out of town, you go out of country. Like you bring stuff back like we weren't there. I'm trying to get y'all to see what I'm saying. I'm, I, let me break it down one more time. They focus on spring ball. They focus on first game, second game, third game. When I looked at Nick Saban, I was like, yo, Nick Saban starts those boys off in the national championship and he works backwards. Like I never saw that before. See, I never paid attention to that. I was like, yo, my man is literally talking about the national championship game. Like he has taken those boys to the national championship game. Now they working backwards. And so I was like, number two, E, what you got to do is like, you got to, you got to, you got to know the vision, E. You got to be able to take the squad to the next five, 10 years. And then we got to work backwards. Right? So then number three, what I did was, and it was funny. I was doing this big law firm, which is like, Bro, this could take another eight years for me to explain. I just have to do it at another time. But because I did those two things, I started the year working with the number one sales dealership in the world. Like number one, Paragon, I think is the name. Number one in the world. So they did a big awards banquet in Manhattan. Then I did the, one of the number one law firms in the world. They also were... In, uh, they were in Manhattan. And so I'm even looking at the quality of work that I'm doing and like, yo, because of the preparation in November and December, I'm not necessarily doing NFL, NBA. Like, yeah, I'm doing that. But bro, I moved on past that. I'm like with the number one law firm in the world. 
And we sitting down chopping it up and I'm using the assessment and I'm like, yo, I know y'all killing the game, but what's the blind spots? Because mm-hmm. it's not what you do well that's going to stop you from being number one. It's the blind spots. Let me tell you what they all said. They all said we have gotten to a level where we so sweet, we so deep that we're not necessarily doing the day to day stuff. So like we're not doing the meetings that we used to do. We're not doing the lunches that we used to do. Like it's just like day to day stuff. We're not even on that no more. And because we're not on that and we've given it to some other somebody else is not really to the level that it was when we were doing it. So even though we love our freedom, even though we love being number one and there's some luxuries to being number one, we got to got We kind of got to get back to the basics because there's. And so I'm telling you, that's the final thing. See, when I went to Cali, it was like, yo, e, the conferences, bro, like for real, we, we we doing our thing, bro. Like we was in Michigan State University sitting in the doggone um, a, a three by two office. And now we doing conferences. But I was like, yo, it's so the potential is, is so much more. And God was like, yeah, it is. But you got to get in the trenches, son. Like you got. And so that first one, I was like, yo, e, you got to get in the trenches, man. And I was in the trenches like I was watching the cl- click funnels. I was watching, you know, people edit. I was watching, I mean, just everything like marketing. I just got in the, I just got in there. And after that first one was over and I debriefed, boom, picked up the phone, called a homegirl. She connected me with somebody that's like worked at a hotel. She's like, yo, give me every city you doing. I can get you a hotel discounted price. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy. But the energy, I, DJ, oh, I bring you the equipment. E, I do everything. 250. Don't even worry about it. I got your back. You know what I'm saying? Then interior designers. E, we're going to make sure the room is fire. And so the last one is a lot of you, 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 like there's a vision you see, but for real, I know like you big time. I know you doing your thing. You know, you've grown so much, but bruh, I had to get back to the basics. Like I literally by myself had to like get back. Like when, when we were at Michigan State, I, I was like, yeah, C might have done 1825, but I was in the room. Yep, Carl might have done editing, but I was in the room. You know what I'm saying? And over the last few years, I've kind of gotten away from some of the basics and I got myself back in the basics. And when you get yourself back in, you start smelling stuff. You know, you start seeing stuff. You start tasting stuff. You start touching stuff. You start feeling stuff. You know, and that energy from it you know, allows you, because where again, where your focus goes, your energy flows. So those were the three things I did to start the year off seeing. I'm telling you, I know it sounds cliche-ish, but this is the best year of my life. And I think this is going to be, we'll talk about it after Jamal, give his whatever, but I'm telling you, this is going, the conferences going to be on a whole nother level. Um, this year is going to be on a whole nother level. So yeah, those are the three things that I've done. And um, yeah, man, I'm I'm just pumped up, man. Ready to I'm ready to get into the second quarter, to be honest. Yeah, no, and I want to I want to revisit that back to the basics thing because I think that is crucial, and I think it's crucial for a lot of people's mental well being. You talked about the sabbatical, but getting back to the basics, I think, um, yeah. can help people from a mental standpoint. You know, in terms of g- gaining clarity, because man, I promise you. You begin and the vision looks so clear, but then so many things happen to clutter it along the way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was a great vision, but now you got like a literally a thousand things in your 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 way that just, you know, kind of, you know, mark that up a little bit and have you, um, you know, to have you stressed, to be honest with you. You know, you kind of like, 
if you ever like had serious radio, like sometimes it gets too cloudy oh, yeah, and it's like, much. it won't play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, it, it still works. It's still there. It's still, the, the service is still connected, but it's just too cloudy. And so um, some, I think e, you're, you're hitting on something there that I'd like to go back to after Jamal and Carl go, but walk us through as they're talking, just what you mean by getting back to the basics and give us a practical example of how that can look for them. All right, Maul, execution. You obviously, this is a huge year for you, your family. This is a transitional year. You've been in the Chicago Police Department 19 years now. And in June, officially, you met with the retirement board and all of that. Officially, June is the end of the Chicago Police Department career as we know it. Um, but walk us through, you know, from January, what you hope to get accomplished. Obviously, you know, having been with us now and, and, and new goals and, you know, kind of, I guess, a new life, if you will, uh, in that regard. So walk us through the execution and, and how you've been doing it this this far. Yeah, bro. Well, at the beginning of the year, well, even back before, man, a year ago when I was here in 2017, when we was, you know, right now my goals for 2018, I remember like, OK, this was what I wanted to accomplish. And none of this stuff that's taking place in my life with ETA, um, speaking, things like that was on my list, right? So I was just like, man, how was it that I was able to accomplish so much this year with you guys, but yet none of this stuff was on my goal list to accomplish? And then when I look back at it, I was like, preparation was the key. Even though this wasn't the goal of what I wanted to accomplish, I was prepared for whatever it was that came my way. So I tell people, like everybody that's listening, look, you're going to have visions, you're going to have goals, but the things that's, that's missing that I find out from most people is that they're not prepared for the goals or the visions that's coming in their life. Everybody have a vision, but not everybody's prepared to move into that vision. So I always say you have to be prepared. And that pre preparation comes from your daily routine. You know, like, what are you doing? So my daily routine, see, you know, I was getting up every morning before I knew that I was going to be speaking with you guys, before I knew I was going to be traveling. I was already every single day. I was listening to motivational speeches, not even knowing that one day I will be giving motivational speeches, but I was listening to it. That was my language. Every single day I was working out. I was preparing myself. I was being exactly who it is that I said I was, you know, so I was doing that every single day. And, and the visions was there. And I still had a business today. And so for, even like for right now, my goals for this year, for 2019, is that I want to be a larger vessel for whatever blessings come my way. I want to be prepared. You know, I want to be prepared for everything that come my way. So that's the main thing for me, bro. So 2019 is just about being a larger vessel for whatever comes my way. Yep. Yep. Carl, talk to us. Hey, so for, for me, and I, I was like super like reeled into what E was saying only because E, what I have gone back and done this year is look at what what we're using, like what we use to get us here, what software we use, all that stuff. And it's been like, just to be real, it's been, you know, how many years we've been using the same systems to get us here and I'm kind of reevaluating like everything that we've used like okay we've been using this software now is this the best for us 
And one of the things that I always joke about, like Apple had a huge advantage, like Microsoft had already been in existence, been in the business world doing stuff, so they could just come watch what they're doing and say, hey, this could actually be sweet. Oh, we could add this, we could do that. So I'm looking at all the new software that's coming out. You got like the Zooms of the world and all these things that's just popping up that everybody's using. I'm like, yo, could we actually be using different software, different systems overall to help us move forward um, and, and, able, and, and be able to do more, you know what I mean? Again, not necessarily going to change what we're doing, but getting more effective at what we're doing. So to be, to be succinct, like that's kind of the focus that I've been on, like, man, looking at all the software. And again, y'all think about it, like y'all hear, yeah, entrepreneurs, please hear what I'm saying. Like you hear us talk about companies and all that. But like there's a software for shipping. There's a software to get the orders for shipping. And that's only the books and clothes like that. had nothing to, the grind gear that had nothing to do with Breathe University. There's software for Breathe University to take orders. There's software. Um, what do you call it? The credit card processing companies. You know what I'm saying? These need to be connected to bank accounts. And I'm just going through a couple of things like there's so much going on. Like I ain't just talking about checking email and switching from Gmail to Yahoo. Like I'm talking about, there's so many systems behind it. What CRM are we using? Infusionsoft, you know, are we, whatever. So just looking at all these things. And then to be honest, the one, the one thing C was like, man, we got, we're a little disjointed in how we do things. We do have this piece over here that's working with this piece, but man, how do we make this thing holistically work together? So that's been kind of the big push for me in terms of at least work. And then on a personal side, I'll be real, this year I did not make any resolutions. Um, and the reason I did is like, yo, I don't think that I accomplished everything that I set out last year in terms of who I needed to be. Right. Um, so I'm just still being real. I'm, I'm just going to keep it real. I'm working on 20, right. <laughs> I'm still working on 2017 and not in terms of like, yo, there's some little things that I know that I need to do better and I'm not about to go try to get a six pack, even though that was one from before. Now, when I know that, <laughs> um, you know, there's we some try, other Carl, stuff. We try, we try. I, I, hey, we try. We still working on it. But um, like just being real, like there's some other things that I need to do with my family. There's some other things that I need to do that I know I, I haven't, like e, e, I haven't mastered it yet. Like I've done okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing okay. But I have a master some stuff. So I didn't do any like major New Year's resolution. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. No, no, no. I'm going to get certified in the stuff that I said I was doing before. You know what I'm saying? Like I want, I want the, the, the certificate now to say like, yo, he is a good husband. He is a good father. He is, you know, taking care of his home. He needs to the way he needs to. So yeah, no, on the personal side, nothing new. Just like, dude, you just like, he just said it. Like, you got to continue to grow. You got to continue to evolve. Like, as your kids get older, see, you know, it, it, it's constant change. So I'm just watching them. E, we did the, the um, he talked about the marriage thing. We did the love languages. Like, you know, paying attention to my kids with the, the, with the knowledge of the assessment and the love languages and all that. Now, like, yo, you got to be able to speak to them in the way they need to hear it. You know what I'm saying? The two completely saw, y'all all know this, y'all kids, completely different. Like, so the strategies that you want to use, with one, they're, not, they're not working. Like, I'm trying to do the same thing with my son. That's not working. My daughter not, not uh, caught up on TV. My son, I could punish him with TV and say, oh, you can't watch that show. He done for the week. Uh, my daughter like, oh, whatever, I'm just going to do something else. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just, so just, just really being attentive to what's going on in life and trying to make the adjustments to stay on top of it, like Ma said, to stay ahead of it because it's, con it's consistently changing, man. Yeah, no, 100%. So one of the things, Ian, I, I haven't forgot about getting back to the basics. I do want to talk about that. But one of the things I just heard, the common thread, um, and what Ma and E just said was, you know, at some point in time, we all are given an opportunity. Now, I don't know if that's several opportunities. I don't know if that's one opportunity, but you gotta be ready for it. And, and 
beyond, I think, even being ready for it, you have to actually execute on it. So let me ask y'all that. It, it, was that just something y'all said is kind of like, a, you know, uh, everybody just like ingest? Or do you honestly think that everybody will be given an opportunity at some yeah, point see, in their everybody. life? Yeah, yeah. yeah, just break it down. Yeah. And, and then what's the difference? Because, again, if I have that opportunity presented to me and I miss on it, talk to somebody who felt like maybe they had an opportunity and they missed it or they haven't had their opportunity yet. So, 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 and, and I got to go back to this to make this make sense. But when you talk about the inability to self-assess, the one thing being in a, in a isolated, you know, period of time for me, see, I look, the thing that I looked at and it's, you going, I'm not saying you're going to laugh, see, but you talk about simplicity I realized how lazy I was. And that's weird coming from me, see, because I grind, bruh. Like, I, I ain't, I don't have, bruh, when it, you talk about getting up at three o'clock in the morning and grinding. But the one thing that when I sat under Nick Saban and a couple other people, so for instance, like you go in his, his office or you go into like the meeting room, Sean Payton, bruh, the hotel that we were at, the stuff he put up just for preseason. I had to really be honest with myself, seeing like, yo, E, you lazy, bro. And and you've been given opportunities and you just lazy. You know, like you do like to grind in the areas that are you are naturally gifted. You love to grind. But the areas where it's going to stretch you a little bit. I'm looking at Nick Saban like I'm not stupid. I know I see exactly what he's doing. My man is going backwards. He's using a document that at the 500 page dog. This is a dissertation. Everybody on the same exact page. Everybody's using the exact same language. Everybody is clear on exactly where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be, what they're supposed to be doing. I'm not stupid. There are other D1 programs I work for. They are not doing it like that. ET, you know you could take ETA to a whole nother level, but be real, you lazy. So you've been given an opportunity, right? So I'm going to make it simple for everybody. Chris gave me the assessment three years ago. I murdered it. I've been on it every day. But he also gave me everybody else's assessment. Man, God knowing everything I love, bro, I ain't never looked at CJ's. I ain't never looked at Carl's. I ain't never looked at Lashana's. I, bro, I'm like, what? You grown. Look at your own. You know what I'm saying? Like, you a grown man. Look at your own. Find out what's sweet, what's not sweet. Make whatever. Make the adjustments. Bruh, a part of being a CEO means that I need to be looking at financial reports. You know what I'm saying? That I need to be looking at executive reports. But bruh, because I'm low C, like on the structural boy, I'm like, yo, I'm not interested in that. So I'm just going to focus on. So I'm looking at I'm looking at Nick Saban like, yo, everybody on the same page. Everybody clear on exactly what they're supposed to be doing. So when Chris dies, unfortunately, Chris got to die. For me to now, you know what I'm saying? Like this opportunity been in front of me forever. Chris got to die for me to go get certified. And as I'm getting certified, I'm like, yo, here go our playbook. What Nick Saban is using, here go our playbook right here. This is going to give us a common language. Like this is going to tell everybody where they're supposed to be. And so I'm telling you, see, when I looked at it, I was like, in terms of the events, I remember telling Tay, like, yo, Tay, look, there's no way that this is supposed to be and this is supposed to be and that's supposed to be like, come on, let's go. And then when I look at her test, it's like, yo, bro, she couldn't do that if she wanted to. 
Like you're asking a running back to go out and be a top receiver. Like, what are you doing? Are you stuck on stupid? But I was lazy. I didn't really want to study the test. I didn't want to go through no sit down for no two days and go through no doggone training. I didn't want to do that. So God was like, yo, I've been gave you this opportunity. I gave you the playbook before Nick Saban, before Sean Pay. I've been giving this to you, son. But you lazy. You didn't, it's paperwork. It's sitting down. It's list. You didn't want to do it. So, bro, I promise you, see, the same events, I get on the phone, bro, I already know, like, we all gifted. Like, C said it years ago, the hand, the mouth, that you know, the, the head. Bro, I already know, C, like, I got on the phone, there are people that will give me a discount that they're not going to get a take. Just because they like, yo, I hook ET up. Like, it's not rocket science. I call the DJ, take all the It's going to be a different experience. My man, like, E changed my life. E, I do it for free. I'm getting event space, bro. Like the price is unbelievable. I, the, the one we doing in Dallas, I got sponsors, bro. Like they like, E, don't worry about it. I got this. I got, and I'm just like, yo, E, what were you doing? So see, I believe all of us have been given opportunities. Just flat out. But what happens is some of the opportunities that you get, that bro, they naturally fit your personality and you're going to try to do it. Others, like the, like the big stuff, like, the, and, and I hate to say this because somebody, you know, for real, you ain't feeling me. Like, you already pissed at what I'm saying. But what I'm realizing is what I told Tay, yo, Tay, 3,000, 5,000. Bruh, that's happening right now with me picking up the phone. And I don't even got to do jack. And I, like, see, I always say I'm going to keep this one in the can. But fourth quarter, we got a one percenter club, like 1%, bruh. Let me just say, I got people who I looked up to when I was a kid saying, yo, E, let's do it. Let's get on stage, do this thing together. And I'm like, yo, E, this could have been happening. But again, C says the inability to self-assess. And that's not y'all. He talk, he, he said that about us first. And y'all were just flies on the wall. Y'all got an opportunity. But your boy E.T. realized that the biggest problem that this company has had, I've been lazy and as hard as, you know, I hate to admit it, but on the things that I want to do, speaking, getting up early in the morning, you know, having worship, talking on the phone to people, you know, all the talking stuff. I love it. But there's some other stuff that come with the job that I didn't want to do. And God was like millions of opportunities you missed, money you missed. And you missed it not because I didn't give it to you, but you missed it because you didn't want to evolve in that area. And that area required you to, to evolve if you wanted to if, if you wanted to make good on that particular uh, opportunity, see? Ouch. I think everybody in the world just had a resounding ouch sound listening <laughs> to that. For sure. No, I'm serious. Just because, no, that, that's real. Um, you know, we do tend to lean towards the things that are comfortable, right? Like that, I mean, that's just the way we're wired. Like we're, you know, risk averse as a people. Like I don't want to go towards something that's going to be tough. And I think you know, if, if we've learned anything by E's example is that he's constantly going to push himself to limits where it's uncomfortable. I mean, I, I look at the PhD and I remember when, I, I'll be real, just, you know, Carl can attest to this, but I remember we had worked, you know, imagine now, we worked a long, long time to get E to a space where, you know, he was considered one of the best speakers in the world. And we might not have been at number one or even top 10 at the time, but like randomly, he's like, yo, I'm about to get this PhD. And I remember looking at Carl and being like, yo, we finally got this dude <laughs> to the point where, you know, we can make, have a company to run. 
We finally oh. got a book. We finally got products. We finally got shirts. E finally getting paid to speak. Like everything is going well. And E's about to go to school. And <laughs> I just know from E's personality, I was like, okay, maybe he about to do like an online, you know, Phoenix online PhD where we could just get everybody <laughs> and their mama to help out. But he goes to class. Like E.T. goes to class. Like that to me, I was like, this ain't going to work. Like, and at the time he was on like that inky grind where it was like he was speaking, I mean, four, five times a week he was getting on the plane. And I remember feeling like, yo, this is going to halt our momentum big time. And it was something you wanted to do. And I guess even for that, you saw the opportunity to rise even higher. And so you went again against what was naturally comfortable, which was you could have been like, yo, bump that. I got a master's degree in, in, and I'm working on the PhD, right? He always talks about how I, I said, okay, you've been working on the PhD. Because the, the, working on the PhD for a long time <laughs> for E was the PhD. You know, I, I, and I mean that in all seriousness. It, it was the cachet, I feel like, of him being able to say, I'm a dissertation away from my PhD. Like, that was a PhD for him for a while. And so once he pushed himself past that, I was like, wow. So, no, you, you have a track record of pushing yourself past those things which are comfortable into those uncomfortable things. And what's the mindset behind that for us to be able to do that? Because I'm going to be real. I'm not getting a PhD. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at it like, no, sir. And, I, and I'm not saying, and I'm not, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm being silly, but, and that may not be that thing for me, but there may be something that I need to do or somebody listening needs to do that it's like, yo, e, I, I feel you, bro, but I've been down that road. That hurts. Or, you know, I went down that road and got rejected before. Um, talk about the mindset that it, it takes to, like, go voluntarily take that punishment. Well, I think you got two options, see. You have an option of like being sweet and one day waking up being extinct. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, like you, you just think of, and I'm not going to say no names. See, be like, e, be careful with all that name dropping. But just think maybe five years ago when we were speaking and all of the other speakers, especially, you know what I'm saying? Dudes that might have been from like the minority community, if you will. Think about how many names you could hear like, regularly you'd hear their name and you think now five, moving five years forward some of those people you don't hear their names like some of the people that were on twitter that was famous instagram famous twitter famous facebook famous we've been through a lot of you know whatever that you don't hear their names anymore so for me it's kind of one of those situations where it's like yo i could live off of c and carl's you know intelligence you know, I could allow what Carl does with videos to hide some of my inconsistencies forever. I can let C's branding, you know, put a Band-Aid, you know, on some of my, you know, uh, insufficiencies. Or what I can do is say, yo, why Carl is blinding people, you know what I'm saying? Like he edited a lot of my stuff. You don't even hear the bad stuff. He dropping the music and the B-roll on that joint. I could easily say, let Carl do that forever or say, yo, where I got this grace period, I can put myself in a situation where five years from now, even if Carl decides to keep doing the music in the B-roll, he won't have to hide as much. Like C won't have to hide as much. And right now they got to do a lot of hiding. Why? Because I, I'm not a critical thinker at this point. Like I'm not as analytical as I need to be. 
Um, I, I do have, you know, I wouldn't use the word speech impediment. I wouldn't say that. But I do have some acting like because of some choices I've made not to take school seriously. Last man last. Last, yeah, last man, man last. last. It, it, <laughs> it, it shows. And I could easily go, OK, cool. Like I'm number one. Who needs to fix that? But it's like the running back that ran for 2,000 yards, rushed for 20-some touchdowns, took his team to the NFC championship, but he got that fumble thing that just keep rearing his ugly head and keeps taking him back to go. He got to keep starting all over again. Or that overshadows his mistakes, overshadows. So it's like, yo, E, for real, don't play with it. You know you have some insufficiency. So go get the PhD. Every class is going to, it may not fix it, completely but it's definitely gonna make you better mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and then mm -hmm. let's just be real when you get a phd you're gonna have at least three to five more years of stuff to talk about so for me see it's, it's one of those situations where you can live off of a, a super bowl like for real you win a super bowl the eagles won a super bowl you, bruh you got 365 days to live off that joker you feel me you got 365 ain't nobody talking about the eagles right now no disrespect mm. to the Eagles fan. Y'all had 365 years to gloat in that joker. But if you a Patriot, bruh, you six out of nine. Y'all can talk, y'all can say y'all the best franchise in football. You can say you better than the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can say you better than the San Francisco 49ers. You can say you better than the Dallas Cowboys. Long you as you don't say Elway. you better than them Lions. Don't you fix oh, your bro, mouth. You could have said that. Oh, you could have been said that. <laughs> you, didn't, you got some Lions on the squad, right? <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, you have a choice. You can stay where you are and, and, and you can live that life that you're living because of the hours that you put in. And you did put in hours. And you can live off of that for five or ten years. Or you can decide that I'm not going to live off of what I did in elementary school, middle school, high school, college. Yeah, e, let me ask you a question. Stay right there. So should you do it in the midst of the success? Because I think most people look for the car to break all the way down first no, and then bro. go, all right, no. well, let me go. You, you see what I'm saying, though? Like most people will wait until like they, they speak an engagement stop to retool. Yeah, you pay you pay less for gas, bro, when you when you fill it up and it's halfway full. You know what I'm saying? When you wait for that sucker to get all the way on E, bruh, you got a fuel injector. If anybody know about that back in the day, you can't, you got to put your car in the shop. You can't even just put gas back in it. So it's, it's always better when you have, mm. when you're number one in the world, see, it's better mm. for us to grind now because it's less for us to do. If we wait to hit rock bottom, man, we got so much work to do to get back to the top. So while we're on top, let's just stay on top and let's do the work because here's what I'm trying Man, to say. That's so, that's so critical in every area. I'm just thinking about health. You know what I'm saying? Like just oh, absolutely. everything. Yeah, but I'm just saying, think about it for one minute. If you are at the top, it's less work to maintain the top. You feel me? And what most of you get wrong is you think you're on top because of what you did today. No, you're on top for what you did 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't going to be able to catch more because I just started working on um, January, you know, in <laughs> on January. Thursday. I just started my you know regiment Thursday. I, you know what I'm saying? I, hey, I gladly pay you Wednesday for a hamburger today. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just start working. But Maul is getting the benefits yeah. of what he did two, three years ago. And I think that's what we confuse ourselves on. I think we think we number one because what we did last week. No, we number one because what we did five years ago. And if you're going to be one, number one five years ago, you got to do some stuff today. And so that's where we get wrong. It's like, yo, I'm number one. I can chill. 
No, you can't because two years from now, you're not going to have no fruit because you ain't planting no seeds today. And all the success from that that tree eventually is it's going to fade away and you got to plant more. So, yeah, see, I just like I not said, to we mention you run up against the Serena Patriots effect. Yeah. Go for it, Ma. Hey, he make. No, I'm just saying he just made, you know, a great point. And I think that a lot of people might have went over their heads like a lot of times. And I always speak to this, you know, help the future you. Like, help the future you because the future you is going to need that help. Like, yeah. everything that you see today is a result of what you've done several years ago. It's not necessarily a result of today. So when you set New Year's goals and resolutions and things like that, that's for the person yeah. that you will yeah. become. Yeah, you ain't going to get nothing But the on person that, that you year. are yeah. today is yeah. because of what you've done several years ago. Hey, and so that's I remember why it's so Ma, important Ma to continuously plant seeds. Yeah. I remember you said at the conference, Ma, you said, you know, I got to thank, you said, I can't really take credit for where I am. You know, I've, I've built these, you know, multi-million dollar empires and I could stand up here and, and brag on it. But to be honest, the 40-year-old Jamal can't even take credit for this because mm. the 30-year-old Jamal built this. So I would have to like Absolutely. go back 10 years in the past to brag on what I did because the guy I am today can't even take credit for what is in front of me right now. And I think that was a great way to put it. And I was, you know, I, I was super inspired by, you know, both of you being able to be at the top of your game hmm. and work the way you work. And I think that's why, you know, this group, you know, finds so much cohesiveness, you know, Maul, you know, E, that whole thing that y'all got going on with that. You look at Josh, you know, business-wise has just been able to stay on top for a long time. And it's because while you're at the top, you continue to find ways to reinvent yourself, to push yourself. I mean, come on, I'm, I'm staying with Maul for a couple of days and I'm like, yo, Ma, I hear, at six o'clock in the morning, I hear eat now, mind you, <laughs> I'm knocked out. You know what I'm saying? I hear Maul, I hear the E.T., that's who I hear. I hear yep. E's voice Blasting. booming through the whole house. <laughs> I'm talking about it's uh -huh. coming from the basement in the, in the weight, in the L.A. fitness in the basement. I'm hearing E's <laughs> voice, like literally like, Monday, I grab, I'm like, yo, I go downstairs and Maul working out like a maniac. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, you know, me sitting over here chunky. I'm like, yo, you won already. Like, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, here, you get the trophy. Go back to bed. That 30 year old Jamal won. If I don't do something today, see, I'm working out for the 50 year old Jamal. Mm. I am putting in the work because I know that that 50 year old Jamal wants to look a certain kind of way, bro. The same way how that 30-year-old Jamal wanted to look a certain kind of way when he turned 40, that 50-year-old Jamal want to look a certain kind of way also. So that's what I'm working out for. I'm not working out for me today. Because, see, I made that mistake once before when I was playing football. 50-year-old CJ want to look a certain way too, but I, I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm, hey, I'm, hey, not, like, I'm not on the right path. Hey, I ain't never been lazy. You know, E, like you said, you know that you were late, but I ain't never been lazy. But E, what I will say, and I told this to CJ when he was in Chicago, I never gave 100%. I never had to give 100%. You know, playing football and just even in real estate, being around uh, different uh, blue collar. Uh, Ma, workers, I told you, I stop saying that, man. You're making people feel real bad. Ma got four uh, multi million dollar companies and talking about he ain't <laughs> never gave nothing 100%. Somebody out there listening, ready to smack their mama. Bro, I'm being transparent. I've never given 100%. I've never given 100% because I never really had to. But when I look back at it, I'm like, man, 
maybe I could have been a first round draft pick if I would have gave it 100%. But just because I didn't give it 100% because I was still winning every sprint, E. I was winning every sprint. So I felt right. like, okay, cool. Even right. though I'm giving 75%, right. I'm still winning every right. sprint. So I ain't got to give 100%. Yeah, I ain't got to give But see, that's yeah. still, that still, that does something to you later on. And so what I did, even in real estate, everything I've done, I've never given 100%. That's why I told CJ, I got my second chance at the league. ETA, it might as well say NFL to me. I got my second chance at the league, and I'm about to, mm. I'm about to do everything I can right now. I'm not going to miss out on this opportunity. I got my, that's why I'm talking about opportunities. Opportunity keeps coming in your life. It keeps coming. But now it's up to you whether you're going to give it all you got, whether you're prepared for this opportunity. And so that's why I don't take this lightly. That's why I'm still in the gym. That's why even though you said I'm winning, I'm still listening to E in the mornings. And I know E, I could call E up on the phone and, and talk about Monday I grind, Tuesday I grind. But no, I'm going back to the basics because I'm, I, I ran sprints and I won these sprints before in college. And I didn't get drafted. It wasn't, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. So now I'm going full go, bro. Even though you say I'm winning and I'm winning these sprints, it's not good enough. I got to give it 1,000%. Hey, and, and real quick, so E and y'all both just said it, but listen to what I said about Microsoft and Apple. Like the reality is in the world that you live in, like for real, we, everything we do in this competition. So the 10 years that it took for us to develop E10, 12, whatever, to develop to where E is now, dude, the whole map is laid out on YouTube. So some other kid right now, we just talked about preparing for, you know, the 50 year old or whatever. There's some kid right now that can take that entire process because we put everything out there. You can take that entire process and replicate it in probably two years because we were learning. So it's not like we knew how to do it. So now the reality is Microsoft, Apple, like I watched you do it. Like Maul, I watched what you did. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I saw what he did. So I can replicate that joint in half the time it took you to do it. And now where you sitting at number one is somebody else doing the things that we did to get to number one. While you comfortable at number one? Are you comfortable at number 10? Because it's, it's high enough for you. You know what I'm saying? But it's somebody else doing the exact same things that you was doing and maybe at 120% more then. So, dude, five years from now, when you did, you know, 90% and they did 120 like, it's going to even out in a way that it's not going to be in your favor. It's going to catch up. I'm yeah. trying to say nice, E. It's going to catch up. Um, and then I, and we see it. It's funny, but we see it in sports every year. Like, we see it every doggone year. Teams are coming back for the team that won. He just talked about the Eagles. The Eagles ain't there no more. Um, I remember they clowned, uh, what's your boy, Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk won the championship. I don't think we heard his name since. It's some kids watching everything he did. What's your What's the kid now playing for Dallas? See, um, that's killing it. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. I, I guarantee you, he watched Dirk his whole life, and now he probably about to make Dirk records look like child's play. You know what I'm saying? My man in the game killing it now, but he had somebody to watch. He could he could double double time this joint. So that's that's a lesson for all of us. Wherever yeah. you are now, oh yeah, yeah. you better yeah, you better you know what's get crazy on it. Is if you if you think about it, he. The way you're putting it, hopefully, I'm, it's helping somebody out there who you you just started working on your goals a year ago and you didn't see the fruit. You just heard Maul say he yeah. was working out at 30 for the 40 year old. You heard E say he was working out, you know, to go back, basically back to the future, right? But that that kind of should take away some of the frustrations of yeah. not seeing immediate fruit of your labor. You're not doing it for this second. The, your present life is a reflection of what you've done in the past. So if you're not happy with your present life, you probably weren't doing what you should have done in the past. 
But if you want to be happy in the future, you need to get busy now laying the foundation for that. So that is, uh, I think, a point that we've all heard, but maybe a new twist and a new look at it. And another new look at things is um, getting some Organifi, okay? You can have a new look Completely to your new life. Look. Uh, if Amar, that's how I do on the podcast, baby. Don't 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 sleep <laughs> I like on. How me. You threw it in there, no, don't sleep on me. I'll roll it. Y'all thought I was still on uh, Back to the Future. I'm on something else now. I'm on Organifi, <laughs> all right. And I'm on it regularly. Uh, uh, Mall family. I, hey, I saw. Hey, I opened up the cabinet uh, and saw the Organifi in Maul's house. So Maul is on it. Um, and yeah, man, y'all need to get on it too. All right, the Organifi, the superfood green juice powder that uh, the Secrets to Success podcast has been thriving off for a long time. Somebody asked me, how does the podcast work? Like, yo, we, we are able to give you guys this podcast for free and not charge you guys um, because we have people who sponsor it, like Organifi, who's our main title sponsor, uh, brands that we you know rock with, that we already use. You know, we try to bring on here and, and expose them uh, to you guys and, and let you see what we're doing. But uh, Organifi has become a daily part of our lives is what gives us so much energy to get up at five o'clock in the morning and eat more doing push-ups and Carl and I waiting <laughs> for them so, to get finished so we can do the podcast. You know what I'm make saying? Make you sleep better. He don't say make you sleep better. So uh, Organifi, man, we appreciate you guys being a partner, and we also invite you guys to check it out. And because we love you so much, we give you a hometown discount, all right? So go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com uh, slash success, all right? Or promo code success, I should say. Use the promo code success, man, and uh, receive a, a large discount off your order and uh, get yourself healthy because health is wealth. All right, um, let's move to... Uh, we got Valentine's Day, man. Most A lot of people be hearing this on Valentine's Day. And I just remember, man, from my childhood, Valentine's Day used to be a big day. Does anybody remember back in the day when you had to take, the only reason I say this is because my kids got to do it, um, you got to take Valentine's to school? Like, you remember that? Like, you had, like, oh, maybe the cards yeah, with the sucker? No question. Hey, does anybody yeah. remember, like, the girl you was feeling, you know what I'm saying, you would go... You would go with her with like, be my sweetheart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then maybe the chick you weren't feeling, you would be like, hey, I appreciate your friendship card. You know what I'm saying? You try that was like, that was the first real speed dating was back in the day in elementary. Carl, I don't know if y'all had that in Barbados, but I'm telling you, I would sit there the night before Valentine's Day and I knew who was getting hit with what little heart uh, candy. You know what I'm saying? So you wanted to make sure because here goes the thing. early though? It, see, what, what grade you going with? Uh, we're talking about, i say fourth, fifth was like when okay. it was like prime okay. time. Or maybe third, fourth, fifth. But here's the thing though, E. The, way I, the reason I loved it is because you had a built-in you know, reason if somebody was like, ugh, no be question. mine, you was like, man, yeah. I didn't even look at that. What you talking about? What am I even <laughs> on that? Like, you childish. But then if you gave her to be mine, and then you, the worst was if you gave her to be mine, and she gave back the, you're awesome. You like, friendship oh, boy. Oh, you <laughs> got friendship. Yeah. You like, wow. And then the girl you wasn't feeling then gave you the, how about how about we hook up? You like, oh Lord have mercy. You could either leave <laughs> Valentine's Day with a complete win or a complete loss based on where no you were at in life. So yeah, no. So uh with that, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought about that when my kids had to take Valentine's. Ma, did y'all used to do that in Chicago? I'm not sure. Maybe it was just me. 
No, no, no. We used to do it in Chicago with the okay, little, pa- okay. uh, pink gotcha. little candy, little candy hearts. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. Okay, yeah, we had the candy hearts, but we had, you know, we had the uh, like you could get like the cards with like the sucker like stuck to them, and they had a little note on them. So, oh, no know, questions out. asked. Yeah, shout those out to those was the big boys though. Oh yeah, those yeah, was no the doubt. big boys. Oh no, I, I was on a mission. E, you know what I'm saying? Oh I, yeah, that was yeah. the middle class. Those was the yeah. middle class yeah. cards. Oh, for <laughs> you sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. <laughs> right. Yeah, pops was at GM. We was, we yeah, we was good. Yeah, I had those, but some of my boys from the hood, they just had the box boy like Maul said. Oh. They had to put them in their oh. head and pull out the <laughs> ones with the word. And just <laughs> how they was going to spread them suckers out. Sometimes some of the hearts be missing words on it. <laughs> Instead of saying be mine, it just say mine. Just yeah, handed it barehanded. Yeah, no just question. handed it over barehanded. Yeah, them was the days. Um, y'all got any, I think we already asked it, but anybody got any any sweet romantic plans for Valentine's Day? Candace and I be driving back early in the morning. We're in Charleston right now with the Hatch crew. Had a couple meetings here. And uh, we'll be driving back. I don't know how romantic that is. And then Trey got uh, well, uh, baseball. Play some music. Trey got baseball practice. So we're going to try to slide some romanticism in there if we can. But um, y'all got any, any anybody doing anything special? Oh, definitely. See, you already know. Me and Camille, we got a date night. Why y'all let him go knows. first? Yeah, don't let him go <laughs> oh, first. Yeah. I'm just cut him off. Yeah, we so, yeah, I ain't even hey, let see, him go we first. We got a see. date night at Mariano's. Oh, yeah, no oh, doubt. Oh, not the Marianos. <laughs> yeah, straight Mariano. to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> Club Marianos. Um, e, what you what you doing for, for Dilsey? Now, you know, I, it's Disney, so it's a Disney mm. channel for me. Mm. I, um, Uh-oh. I'm, no. I'm going to just oh, say no, this, Ma. hit him with the real, E. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Ma, I'm going to just say this, Ma. I'm in a position podcast. right now, Ma, where I'm pretty much, I'm, well, I'm doing Valentine. I'm sticking the card with the candy regularly. You know what I'm saying? So I might need to take a break a on Valentine's Day. Hey Ma, I might need to let Didi get go up for air for Valentine's Day. Okay, okay. So we're gonna like we go, so we're gonna do whatever Didi wanna you know do for Valentine's Day, see. That's like your sabbatical. You know what I'm saying? Six <laughs> weeks home, <laughs> holy right. car. <laughs> oh, you hey, go, no, oh, right, yeah. man. Disney. With with uh Tamisha working now, we just man, we just need time together, bro. So just dinner. Just need time together. Her working, we we, you know, we we roommates now, E. You know what I'm saying? She's so busy doing, you know, class planning and all that. We putting kids to bed, you know, the combination is we just ain't doing a whole lot of time. And E, this weekend we found out both our um we both high on quality time, boy. So yeah, we just gonna just yeah, just some time aside um that Thursday night and just, you know. Hey, wherever it goes, wherever it goes, we let it go. Well, yeah, I know Carl romanticism is in dire need of some resuscitation. <laughs> so if y'all if y'all got any ideas for Carl, please submit them to wherever we have an email set up and help Send Carl them in. get on that romantic grind. All right. Um, what, time Jamal, what time does Jamal have to leave? What time does Jamal have to leave? <laughs> what time Maul got to leave? Uh, Maul got a, We got a minute. We got about 15, 20. Okay, got you. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. We... So let's... E, I just saw your text. You want me to go back to that or you want to... Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, go back to that. Okay. Yeah, all right. Cool. So, E, you just say it. We can just say it. But um, you talked about how the first quarter 
uh, will help that second quarter. So we'll, we'll let's yeah, just give them that because you got something on your heart with it. Talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, um, man, I, for for everybody that's listening, like for real, and I know what's that thing you used to say? See, um, hurry up and slow down, but like slow down, but hurry up. How did you say that? What I what I, hurry up? What I say? You used to say back in the day. You used to say uh, a term like, you know, slow down, but hurry up. You know what I'm saying? That whole mm. concept of. Yep, yep. It, I know what you're it's it's about. a balance, you know. But I, I'm saying in January, guys, slow down, do the vision. You know what I'm saying? Like, get the vision plain first. Because if you move without the vision, you just miss so many pieces. And Maul came up yesterday. Um, I, I saw it, y'all. I did the first conference. Man, I can't explain it to you. I did the first conference. It was so slow. Like, it was like playing. You a veteran and you playing in the, you know, you MJ and you playing in the fifth NBA championship. Like, everything is so slow. You see everything. So after that first conference, I was just like, yo, it's so plain to see. I was like, I got it. I'm like, Ma, meet me. Like, bro, we got to go through this training. Meet me, bro. And I told Ma, the reason why I'm so geeked about the conference this year is because we have so much more clarity. I was like, yo, Ma, I get it. You have all these companies. Because I used to be like, why, why, why is only like 1% of the world experiencing the American dream? You know, it's so weird to me. It was like, okay, I hear everybody. I want to live like this. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. But I'm like, yo, why are so few of us like really getting after it? And as I started doing my homework, I realized you got cats who know how to execute. And then you, you got cats that's like, like literally born naturally with the ability to execute. And so I was like, yo, Ma, I'm, I got it, Ma. Even though a person might be born, like, you know, like we always ask the question, are you born a leader or can you become a leader? It's like, bro, of course you can learn to become a leader if you're willing to put the work in. So I was like, yo, I see why people aren't successful. So when Ma was like, yo, we're doing this real estate class and, you know, we were like on all right, these other ways that we can help people make money. While everybody was doing what they was doing, I was sitting back saying, yo, we can't be like everybody else. Like you got all these companies blowing up, but who's blowing up? The, the people who are coming up with the products. Like they selling it to folks and the people that are buying it, they buying the product, but they can't get the same success that other people are getting. I'm like, yo, why are so many people not getting it? And I was like, I got it. They don't know how to execute. So I was like, yo, Maul, we're going to kill them. Like, I'm going to literally study the game and find out, okay, Maul, y'all come up, see, y'all come up with the products. I'm going to come up with the infrastructure to help people to actually do it, even if they were born to execute or not, right? So I'm going to give y'all a quick example. And I'm so pumped up, man, with Dallas. We got Dallas. We got Chicago coming up. Man, I'm so excited, bro. It's like a lot of y'all that's listening, like, we got it. Like, we, like, we got it. You're not going to just... You know, like we're not just going to help you to make money. We're going to help you to make money. And meaning that we're not going to give you just half of the solution. We're going to give you the whole solution. Right. So when I started studying the execution, boy, I was like, I got it. So for those of you who come in day one, like I'm going to give you 21, like real basic, simple ways to execute. Those that's coming day two. We're going to give you a stream of income like you get to choose. Like, yep, this is what I want to do. But then we're going to give you the complex execution boys you need to do it. So let me explain something. Let me explain it to y'all. So like, I love both of my children and I want both of my children to 
to live life on their own terms. But the reality is when I look at Jada, Jada represents so many of y'all that's listening on the phone. My baby girl is so careful. She's so analytical. You know, like she's, she's such a perfectionist that she's not going to start anything. She, but she's going to be a great worker. Like if a system already exists, boom, boom, going to fit in that system. But here's a challenge. For those of you who are like Jada, you're just going to fit into a system. Guess what? That, that company ain't going to never take care of you like that. That company ain't going to never make you into a multimillionaire. Maul said it. He loved, he, he, my man retired from the force. It ain't like he quit and gave up. He loved serving, you know, the people of Chicago. But he knew while I love that, it's not going to necessarily give me the life that I want. And when I look at my baby girl, she represents like maybe 50% of y'all. Like you will work for a company. You will grind. You're going to go every day and do everything you're supposed to do. But you're never going to live life on your own terms. Y'all know Jada like to dress. So the average job she get as a social worker, she ain't going to be able to dress the way she want to dress. She ain't going to be able to afford the makeup. So I was like, yo, I got it, Jada. I'm going to give you the type of company that understands your swag, that you need to be careful, that you need to be analytical, that you're not going to make, you're not going to take risks. You're not going to be daring. But let me tell you something. That assessment boy I gave her, it was something she was comfortable with. Step two, I got her certified. Step three, she's going to work with Lashana and learn, like, should you do this company, this company? So for those of you who are listening and you don't, like, you heard Steve Harvey, jump. you like, I am not jumping. We are going to show you. Step, I showed it to Maul the other day. Maul was like, yo, E, I never even thought about this. Like, we're going to show you how to go from that, the 21 real easy execution steps to become an executor. And then once you do that step, phase one, we got phase two for you, then phase three. But then I'm going to show you all my son. Like, Boog, Boog got about 50 million ideas. So the reason why Jay can't execute, because my man got a million ideas running through his head. So Jamal was like, Boog, I'm going to show you how to knock this real estate boy out. Look, y'all, I got a 23-year-old that's getting mentored by somebody that's been killing a 23-year-old. So y'all, when y'all hear Carl's story, y'all going to be like, unbelievable. But... Parents, how many of y'all parents out there wish your 20-some-year-old, your 20-some-year-old had a business and more? Okay, see, no, my son. When I tell you Jalen has matured leaps and bounds, you know why he matured leaps and bounds? Because now he got a company. Like, now he got something to wake up to. Now he got a sense of purpose. How many of y'all don't have a sense of purpose? And my son got a sense of purpose. Now he got some direction. Now he got a mentor, right? So he went, aunt. Now he's booking my, doing booking for me. But my man just did a gig for me for, what was that? Like the military, like unbelievable. He's doing some stuff overseas for me. I'm trying to tell y'all, like, I'm looking at these other companies like, okay, they giving y'all products. They $14,000, $5,000 become, but can I be real with y'all? Everybody that get an opportunity, they can't do it the same way. So when you give C an opportunity, what he going to do with it is different than what I'm going to do with it. It's different than what Carl's going to do with it. But I watch Didi. I watch C. I watch Josh. And I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing. They're executors. So as a non-executor, I studied the game. And like, yo, now I got phase one, phase two, phase three. So when you come to Dallas, not only are you going to get these different streams of income, but you're going to learn the qualities, the traits, the mindset that you need to do it. I went in the closet in December. I looked at the vision, the plan, gave it to y'all. 
Now we about to roll this thing out, bro. So it's like, it's like, it's complete now. See, it's not like five years ago when we would do something. Right. Yeah, we right. come out the blocks fired up. We come out the blocks hot. When you come to a conference, we get you fired up. We give you a little information. You go back to the crib like, okay, I was excited at the conference, but now what do I do with it? Y'all, we have, we, we, we have went through the whole thing on our own from top yeah. to bottom. We looked yeah. at every challenge you could have, every problem you could have, every personality, why they don't do this, why they don't do that. And then we put this program together to meet every personality. So I'm so pumped up, man. I'm yeah. so fired up, see. Oh, no, it's going to be dope, man. I'm, I'm super pumped about it, too. And like I said, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it and we'll have Maul back on. But, E, that's what we said, man. There's so many, man, it, there are so many snake oil salesmen. You know what I mean? And, and there just are. We've been in the business a long time. And, you know, they like, oh, you can make $6 million a month. And Ma, I was talking to Maul. I was like, yo, when we put this course together, Somebody might want to get two income properties and raise their income four grand a month. They might not want to do the nine to five millionaire. Like, like for real, what, what, what would, you know, three or four grand extra a month do for somebody? You know what I'm saying? Like everybody d doesn't necessarily have to have 500 properties and be managing stuff no. and, you know, a multimillionaire. No. It's, like, Yo, somebody, yeah, it's too right. much for some people. Right. Exactly. Hey, that's, why we, that's why we call it. It's called make real estate real. Hey, and mm -hmm. that's funny enough, Maul. That's that's literally the start of it. Of it, what do you want? Like literally, mm -hmm. we're not just trying to cookie cut it. Like, what do you want? Like the first section of the book is talking about what are your goals, because mm -hmm. determine you know depending on your goals, that's the path yeah. that you want to be on. So yeah, no, no, you yeah. dead on with that. Yeah, no. E, shout out. When 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 is Dallas? Make make sure we get the date and make sure we get the information out to him. Cause you know we we not a type, so we might miss that. But when is Dallas? And uh, hey, yeah, let's, et one percent. Yeah, can you, can, can you do something for me though, real quick? I'm gonna tell you when Dallas and Chicago. We in your hey mall. Could you have Ooh. ever imagined that you in your own backyard mall? Oh no, you gotta tell the, story, tell, tell the story, mall. Hey, tell the story. Tell the story. You say my own backyard, literally. Yeah, right I don't even think he know. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey. Tell him the backstory. Tell him the backstory. Ten years. It's on ago. what street is it on? It's on Forty Seventh. Right. So check this out. He, ten year, about 10 to 12 years ago, the first time I've ever seen a motivational speaker was Les Brown. So I go, I buy my wife, I buy my mother, and I buy my real estate broker, uh, April. I buy them all tickets. We got front row seats to go see Les Brown speak. And it's at the same place, right on 47th King Drive, that we're speaking at. 10 mm. years ago, bro, I was right mm. there and I remember looking at Les and I remember he was like, you know, you got to be hungry and live your dreams and this <laughs> and that. And I remember just seeing my man on stage and now I'm about to be on the stage with the number one motivational speaker mm. in the world, bro. <laughs> That's just a testament to God, man. And just about preparation and about being ready and about staying ready. You know, it's, it's, that's why I said my goal, I couldn't have wrote this down. I couldn't have wrote this down on my goal list for 2017 or 18 saying that, hey, I'm going to be on stage with the number one motivational speaker in the world. It's no way. I'm not that cold, bro. I'm not that cold. But I tell you, though, because I'm on the stage with the number one motivational speaker, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to oh, be no ready. I'm going to do what you say. Hey, see, stay ready. Ma, bro. I just wanted to ask you one thing because C is talking about, well, you said it first, you know what I'm saying? C, C put some heat on it. But you talked about preparation. Can, can you, like, can, can you just explain, and you could do 30 seconds, 60 seconds, it don't make me a difference, but I talked about the blueprint, because I want people to, we giving out the, we giving out the blueprint. So I talked about being on the same page, 
you know, like how Nick Saban got everybody on the same page. Can you talk about just what you gleaned the other day when we sat down, man, and we doing these trainings so we can learn the different personalities? Like, what's the aha moment? Like me and you sitting down, getting on the same page, you know, and, and, and again, you do have companies where this person's over here, this person over here, this person over here. Just from us sitting down and that information you got, like somebody that's listening is like, man, Ma, you, bro, you, you said it. You weren't even giving a hundred percent. Look at what you're doing. Can you talk about how you study people who may not be as talented, but what you discovered and how you're going to be able to help them by understanding who they are now? Oh yeah, absolutely. E. Absolutely. That assessment, bro. You know, you opened my eyes up. It was a game changer. Actually, when we finished yesterday, I went and I, I went back to the house and, and, and just sat down and just reassessed myself because it was eye opening. It let me know why I wasn't executing or giving 100 percent in the areas that I was that I was lacking in. And so and I think that's what that assessment is going to do for everybody It's going to open their eyes up to hey, the reason why I'm this way is because of this. You know, it's not necessarily that you're lazy or it's not necessarily that you don't you don't want to do something. It's just that's not your personality type. You know, you might be strong in another area and weak in another area. And you need to connect with somebody that's strong in an area. I, I saw the areas that E was weak in. I was possibly strong in that area. The areas I was weak in, E was stronger in that area. So it allows you to connect with somebody like-minded brothers. And when you look at our whole team, Carl is in a different category. You know, uh, me, C, and Josh, we're in the same category, but yet we still have different characteristics about ourselves. E is in a different category. When you bring that whole team together, then that's when domination takes place. And then you, and, and somebody like E can show me how to be successful in this category that I'm lacking in. So, bro, it, the, it, it's hey, just tell it's, it's unbelievable. Hey, if y'all listening, y'all know me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, y'all know me. Like, y'all been rocking with me for a long time. I don't, I, don't, I don't put on. Like, I'm not that dude. Like, I don't make up stuff just to be making up stuff. Like, I don't say stuff. Like, I'm not a marketing guy. When I tell y'all, like, C has from day one, like, had us operating at a level that is unbelievable. When I tell y'all with this scientific method we using now y'all i'm telling y'all like that, that was just from the I'm hood i'm telling y'all it's you know scientific y'all is 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 scientific like once you take this test and hopefully you'll take it before the actual conference so that you will understand what we're saying look once you take this test i promise y'all the only problem i've had in the back in the day was like yo see sweet with it yep carl doing his thing but i didn't necessarily know how and why like I couldn't pinpoint. So guess what? I can't teach you what I don't clearly understand. I clearly understand why C is C, why Jamal is Jamal, why Josh is Josh, why Didi is Didi. Like I clearly understand why I'm me. You know why J J uh, uh, Inky? Why? Why? You know what I'm saying? Like I clearly understand why Carl does what he does. I clearly understand it now. Like I know. So I'm telling y'all, I'm gonna be able to show you. Like yo, this is where you strong at. Like yo, if you're going to be sweet. In this area, you got to execute. We're going to give you 21 simple principles of how to execute. We ain't going to overdo you. Like I said, with Jada, you can't overdo her. With Jalen, you can give him more. We got 21 more complex on how to execute. And then we're going to be able to give you, this is what you need to do economically. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. You can take your time doing it. I'm telling y'all, it's scientific. It's like Michael Jordan going to the championship. It, it's like Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, y'all. It's like Golden State Warriors in the championship right now. 
is scientific. We're not guessing. We not. We don't kind of know. We we are. We clearly understand first our strengths where 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 our blind spots are, and we're gonna be able to help your company. We're gonna be able to help whatever. So look, April nineteenth, twentieth, Dallas, Texas. Be in the building. April 26th, 27th, Chicago, be Shout in out. the building. I will guarantee, I guarantee if you come. Now, look, some of y'all going to be cheap and you only want to do a bit of the experience. Some of y'all going to do the VIP one day. Some of y'all going to spend that real bread. Y'all going to spend that real bread and come day two. And we're going to break everything down for you. The characteristics, the traits, the mindset and the money. And uh, Ma, I just want you to tell them real quick. Ma said something yesterday. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna say why I'm do- like. Let's just all four of us real quick just say why this is so important. I'm gonna say this is so important because I am tired of seeing good people finish last. Just from mm. my heart, my heart bleeds when I see snakes and sharks doing it. I'm talking about living life. You you there for your family. You're going to all your babies, football, basketball games, recitals, cheerleading, the school plays, your choir. Mm-hmm. You paying your tithe, taxes. You giving your job everything you got. And, 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 and y'all still can't go on vacation. Y'all still like, y'all going to drive to Disney World from doggone. Y'all driving from Detroit to doggone Disney World. It take you two days to recover by the time you get there like y'all so tired. You taking snacks and sandwiches into the doggone amusement park. You can't stay at the, you know, on the on the property. You can't have your kids meet Mickey. They ain't got the dress. You know what I'm saying? Like the whatever the amusement park. Yeah, or the and, and make sure park. you say E, not because you want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. No, no, that's, not because you difference. want to. Yeah, because yeah, some people doing it. You can't and they, they, they just, you know, I'm trying to try to save a couple of dollars, I get. But look, I'm saying you deserve it. That's the word Ma used. I ain't going to steal his word. But Ma, we did a commercial yesterday and Ma used a word that brought tears to my heart. You deserve, you deserve it. You have grinded. You've blown your company up. You have made your company rich. They ain't make you rich. You have taken your company. And I'm just saying, I am tired personally. Of seeing good people finish last. And why? It's ignorance. My people perish because of a lack of knowledge. You don't even know what you're strong in or what you're weak in. You have the slightest idea. You don't, you're not doing what you're passionate. You don't even know what you're supposed to be doing. You're gonna take this test, it's gonna show us where you're strong. We're gonna help you where you're weak. And we're gonna help you in 2020. I'm not gonna say 2019, because 20, 2019 is the year where you're gonna prepare and you're gonna be like Jamal on stage. With me, and I look, let me tell you something. And when I tell you Maul on stage, that Maul ain't on stage on no, they was doing whatever they was doing. <laughs> I don't know what they doing. I'm over here doing what I'm doing. And 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 I'm I didn't say, hey Maul, this by accident. No, after being with God and spending time in prayer, after getting with cold and going through a dry run, I came up for air like boom, I got it. Maul, I see you in the let's go. So I'm telling you, I'm just tired of seeing good people. Finish last. So, E, I only got a hundred and some dollars. I'll see you in Dallas. Nine, April 19th and 20th. E, I want the VIP. I'll see you in Dallas. 1920. E, bump that. I want to be down with the squad. I want to learn. Like how Ma with the squad, how Josh with the squad. I want to be a part of the team. I'll see you on day two. Chicago, my birth city, baby. Southside for life. 
26, 27. Look, it's going to be historical. Why? And y'all know if you're from the shot, when I say Harold Washington, you already know. Harold, and I ain't talking about chicken. Harold Washington Cultural <laughs> Center is going down. It's going down. You want to take your family to the next level, the 26, 27, and do me a favor because I'm going gorilla flat out. I'm, I'm gorilla now. Don't call me after the 26 and the 27 saying you want to be down. Look, don't call me. Don't text me. Don't say, E, I want to be down with the team. If you ain't in Dallas or you ain't in Chicago, don't call me on no Fugazi. Don't play with me. This is your opportunity. Ain't no other opportunity. Hey, don't see me in the airport. E, how do I get down with the team? You know how you get down? You make the investment on the 19th and the 20th. Or you make the investment on the 26th and right? the 27th. April, April. And you, you take your family to the next level yep. or you take yourself to the next level. April, right? He is going to make sure. Yeah, April. I'm sorry. Yeah, April. April. <laughs> April. Sorry, cool. Website is ET, the number one, the word percent. So ET1percent.com. Yeah, come on, y'all. Come on. Come Listen, on. Like, Ma, real quick, though. I know you got to go. Ma, why do you think they should be there, Ma? Bro, look. I know what it's like to work a nine to five and to go to work every single day, work eight hours, 40 hours, eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, 80 hours every two weeks and get paid and still only got a little bit of money left over just to do, you know, simple things, you know, go to go out to eat and things like that. I know what it's like to want to send your kids to the best schools, but you got to decide on if I send my kids to the best school, can we still pay this house mortgage? I know what it's like, man, to sit back and watch your wife or your spouse go to work and work all this. And you want them to be able to relax and stay at home. I know what it's like. And you like I'm working. I should be able to live the type of life that I want to live. Why do I got to still sacrifice? And yet I got this job and I'm that I'm working every day. Well, I got two jobs that I'm working every day. I know what it's like. But see, that's why we're giving this information, because it's time to make the playing field even. It's time to make the playing field even. You can keep your nine to five. We want you to keep your nine to five if you work in that job. But what I'm saying is keep your nine to five while having multiple streams of income. Multiple streams mm-hmm. of income, mm-hmm. meaning making money while you sleep. That's what mm-hmm. real estate brings for you. I'm sitting here right now. We on the phone talking and it's somebody living in my properties right now. And on the first of the month, I receive rent. That's passive income. And I can make that money while I'm still working my nine to five job. That's why I kept my nine to five job. I'm making money, multiple streams of income. It's time for you to live on the left side of the menu. Uh-oh. Meaning that I it's time that. for you. We're giving them too time. much on the free. Bro, the We're left giving side them of the too menu, much. I know, y'all, I know y'all heard me talk about it before, but when I was going, when I was visiting my friend, I was you know, playing in the NFL, and, and when we, whenever we went out to eat, these guys, one time in particular, they would sit down and they would order their food before they even got the menu. They wouldn't even they wouldn't even look at the menu. They knew exactly what they wanted to eat. I was the only one at the table that did not know what I wanted to eat. And the reason why I didn't know what I wanted to eat, see, is because I I, I didn't know if I could afford what was on the menu. I said at that minute, at that moment, I said I will never live life like this. Looking at the right side, which got the prices on the right side. I said that I will always live life on the left side, meaning I will no longer count the cost no more. Eat. I was no longer going to count the cost. I was going to do for my family whatever that we, I wanted to do, whatever was the best decision for them, and not only the decisions that I could afford to make. 
So how did I do that? I started positioning myself. I bought real estate. I started creating businesses. I used the real estate to create businesses, and then I used the businesses to buy more real estate. So now I'm creating income, passive income, while I was still working as a police officer. Then I seen my life change. I seen, I seen when my kids start going to the best schools, I could afford to send them to the best schools. I saw where I could afford to retire my wife. I saw that I could afford to live in the type of house that I wanted to live in. So that's what I'm saying about making the plan feel even. I lived as a multimillionaire before I became a multimillionaire. Before I became, mm. well, I still working my nine to five job. And that's what we want to tell everybody. You can do the same thing. You can do the same thing and you're going to do the same thing. But the thing about is preparation. Don't just go into a place. So, so going into a place, going to this conference and just paying the, the general admission ticket is almost like me back in the day playing football, running sprints just to do enough. It's not, I wasn't given 100%. You need to give 100%. You need to be in the building and you need to be VIP. You need to get the full experience of what's going on so that you can get the full experience of the results of what's going on. Bruh, it's going to be, I'm just excited, bruh, because we are actually about to get a chance to That's change That's the nugget lives, for bro. the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> That's the nugget for the day. <laughs> Let's Ooh. go. Let's go. Hey, man, and I'm listen. watching his body language over here. He like boxing right oh, now. Oh, yeah, no, no, like no, no. I already know. Up. Yeah, I already know. Uh, yeah, nah. Let's and, go, and you bro, because we're about to yeah. say, I know what it's about to do, see? I know what it's about to do to somebody, bro. Somebody going to be blessed by this. I've seen the results of it. My daughter, bro, my daughter's a freshman in high school, got a college scholarship already because of the preparation, because we were able to position her, because we had the income coming wow. in to do that. That's I it, couldn't see, do that on my nine to five that's job. That's it, killer, killer hey, podcast. Re remember, that's re remember it. when Ma told me, oh man, I'm not a speaker. What, what, what am I going to say to the people? I said, bro. <laughs> the truth. Just, <laughs> and that's why he could somewhere. speak, though. That's why he could speak, because he ain't trying to speak. Oh, he ain't Hello. trying. Yeah. He ain't trying. And don't need and don't need you to uh, pay him to do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. This ain't th th this ain't gonna make or break his mortgage whether you come or not. So he can come. Yeah. He can he can be moral. You feel me? Like yeah. he could be. And look, this is all I'm telling y'all, man. Y'all got y'all out there spending y'all money with people at the end of the day who are not going to at, look. I'm just being 100. After you after you sw swipe that card, after you pay that bill, you're not gonna hear, hear from them again. Mm. You're not going to hear from them again. Those who are wired to execute, when you get, when, when a product is sold, cream rise to the top. And, and when you look at, I'm telling y'all, it's mathematical. Less than 12% of the world's population were born naturally. They were wired to execute. That means 88% of everybody else, you were not born to, you were not naturally wired to execute. That's why when people sell all these products, you leave the room hype, a small percentage of people take the stuff and they blow it up. We telling you, we know why you, we know who you are now. We know why you're not executing. And not only are we going to give you something that's going to help your family, but we're going to be able to customize a package for you and show you this is why you can't follow through. This is why you can't execute. And then once we give it to you, you got the best motivational speaker in the world that's going to continue to fire you up. Hey, e, let me tell you what that test, though, that you did on me yesterday. It showed me why when most cops that I work with, it showed me why when they need more income, they go work part time at a security company. And then it showed me why when I needed more income, I started a security company. Mm. <laughs> that one difference right there.
That one mm. day, it's the mindset. It's the mindset. The difference from when someone needs extra income, they go get a job, and why someone else, when they need extra income, they go create one. See, I'm stopping the recorder. It's just too much. Okay, I'm yeah, just no, going to no, stop no. it. Yeah, no, no. Podcast, Jamal, thank y'all. That's too much. I, y'all doing tomorrow. That's too much. That's too much. That is too much. Um, yeah, no. Nah, we, listen, man. We, we could be on here all day for real. Like, I'm looking. We an hour and 42. How many? Hour and 47? Lord have mercy. Um, man, I'm, I'm, fi- I, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I, we started this podcast early today. I got up, got my coffee. I was already feeling good, but I'm telling you, I feel like I could run through a wall right now. Um, we're going to have Maul back on, and we're going to go through Maul and, and Carl's story um, because this is real. Like, yo, we, we real people, real men, real families, you know, the whole nine. And um, Carl's story definitely needs to be told, you know, at a, at a full level, just him and Maul and the relationship and you know, how Carl was able to put some pieces together. And we'll go through that at a later date and time. But you guys, for real, man, um, invest in yourself. Yeah, with the assessment, right, see, in yourself. Yeah, we're going to go through it to show people what it yeah. really looked like. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, you heard the site, you heard everything else. Hey, and he finally moved up to the 21st century and he got an Instagram account, y'all. Nine to five millionaire. Make sure y'all check that out. Nine to five millionaire. No nugget of the day, man. Y'all been getting nuggets this entire podcast. Um, yeah, no, shout out to everybody out there. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody, man. Uh, love the one you're with. Squeeze somebody tight. And um, yeah, man. Hey, squeeze yourself. Yeah. If you buy yourself, you are enough. Mm, you hear hey me? Now. Don't you Slow walk down. around here feeling <laughs> bad about, you know what I'm saying? Feeling bad about yourself because you ain't got Curry's no woman stupid. or no man. Don't let nobody do you like that. All right? <laughs> Carl's hey, focus. Carl said, squeeze yourself. Yeah, squeeze yourself, bro. Carl's so juvenile. He don't, it don't even make sense. Hey, we love y'all, man. We out of here. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul, with all your